Coming to you from fabulous Las Vegas, Nevada, the entertainment capital of the world, this is the Daily Success Podcast, a podcast about success-related tactics and strategies that you can use to help you become a better version of yourself daily. I'm your host, Wayne Wallace, and I'm on a mission to improve myself daily. I'd like to acknowledge you for being here today with me on the call and on the podcast and let you know that you're part of the 5% club. Only about 5% of the population makes any kind of effort to improve themselves on a daily basis. And I applaud you for being here and listening. And I encourage you to come back tomorrow and listen again. So today... I want to talk to you about being ordinary or extraordinary, or how I like to say it, extraordinary. So let's look at the definition of these words. This is from the Merriam-Webster Dictionary. Ordinary is the regular or customary condition or course of things. Extraordinary is going beyond what is usual, regular, or customary. Which one do you want to be? Which one do you want to be around? Do you want to be around someone that's ordinary? Or do you want to be around someone that's extraordinary? Well, put it this way. Say you go to a restaurant, and the waiter or waitress, you know, comes out and greets you, and... She's just kind of like, yeah, what do you want, you know? Or maybe they come up and greet you with a big smile and they're happy and they're excited to serve you and take your order and then they bring your food and check in with you and see if you have any other needs or desires or you need anything and they're just bubbly and happy and they're really putting on the extra effort. Which one are you going to give a beggar tip to? Right? You're going to give it to the bubbly, friendly person that is really going out of their way to make your your experience much better. So let me tell you about one of my pet peeves. So I go to authentic Chinese restaurants quite a bit because my wife's Chinese and she likes Chinese food. And I do too. I love Chinese food. I think I'm half Chinese now. And I don't like that American Panda Express Chinese food. I like to go for the real stuff. And so we go to these Chinese restaurants and we get lots of dirty looks, you know, because we're a mixed couple. And they're really, you know, prejudiced, the the Chinese, especially the older Chinese people. And they give us dirty looks. Um, But that has nothing to do with what I'm about to tell you. This just happens in general. So it's very customary for them to bring a pot of tea out to your table when you go to the restaurant. And typically when you go to a Chinese restaurant, you know, it's a big round table and or a big table which seats many people because usually there's a lot of people going to these, you know, restaurants. And regardless of how big it is, even for a table of two, well, maybe a table of four that we've been at, they come to the table 
and they come from like the opposite angle where you're sitting. So my wife and I are sitting on one on one side, one on the other corner, and there's a whole other corner where we can't even hardly reach because it's a bigger table, right? Well, they put the teapot down at the very corner on the other very corner of the table that's furthest away from us. And it's just easier for them because they're walking by going somewhere else and they just sit it down and they magically sit it down right in the very corner, right near the edge. And it's like, really? Like, I have to get up and like lean over and make an effort to grab this teapot and bring it over closer to us so we can use it. And it's not only the teapot, it's the food, it's everything. They always drop it at the very furthest corner edge of the table. It's like, really, I'm coming here to spend money. And we go to the same place all the time because we like it. We like the food, right? But the the service is absolutely horrible. So that made me think about the ordinary versus extraordinary. They're not even being, I guess they are being customary for them, right? But... You know, go out of your way a little bit. You know, be a little bit extraordinary. All right? So I'll tell you another story that I heard the other day on a podcast. So this guy has an office, and he's got a lot of people working for him. And there's this girl working in his office that he doesn't even know her name. She's just, you know, some person that was just hired, and, you know, he doesn't even know who she is. So he sees her at the coffee room. And she's all dressed really nice. And he says, oh, you look nice today. What's the occasion? And she says, oh, we have our weekly meeting today. And he was like, oh, yeah, I forgot about that. (laughs) And he's the one that organizes it, right? It's his meeting that he set up. And she was so excited about the weekly meeting. And she was all dressed nice and professional for it. And he took note of that. And you know, later on, he learned more about her and what she did. And he actually promoted her. And now she is his personal assistant. She got a big raise. She's got all kinds of responsibilities because he took notice of the extraordinary effort that she was putting in just in being excited for the weekly meeting. So the point is, whether you've got your own business or you've got a job, you know, working for someone else, Try and be extraordinary and see what kind of difference it makes in your life. Okay, switching gears. I'd like to talk to you about uh, the rating scale of 1 to 10. You may have heard people say, hey, rate it from 1 to 10. Or, you know, um, you know, give me a rating of 1 to 10, right? You've heard that before. And you never really know, like, oh, what do I you know, what do I rate it? You know, I don't want to give him a three. Uh, do I give him a five? You know, do I give him a seven? So I just sat down and I kind of thought about, okay, well, what do these numbers mean? And I just made this up for myself. You know, I don't know if there's actually a meaning for it, but I just kind of started putting words next to these numbers. So I'll just read you my my findings here. So Number one is not doing anything, all right? So think about this for yourself. And say the question is, what level are you going to play at today, right? What kind of effort are you going to give whatever you do today, 
what level you're going to play at. You may have heard that question before. So from 1 to 10, what level you're going to play at. So number one is I'm not doing anything. Like if your goal is to work out, number one is not doing anything. Okay? I mean, it's not even in your mind. All right? Number two is you heard about it, but, you know, that's about as close as you're coming to doing anything about it. Number three is you're mildly interested. It's like, hmm, I may be interested in doing something like that one day. Number four is maybe one day I'll do it. You know, it's a little bit warmer, okay? A number five is I have it on my future goal list. So you've got motivated enough to put it on a goal list at one point in time, all right? Number six is you want to do it, but you're not really trying that hard. So you've got it on the goal list and you really want to do it, but you're not really putting any effort into it. Number seven is you're putting some effort into it. You're kind of given a ordinary effort or an average effort. Okay, so seven is being average. Eight is being excellent, which is better than good, right? So I figured that's a little bit better than average, right? Number nine is being extraordinary. That's like better than excellent, I think. And you could flip-flop the two of those. I kind of had a hard time trying to figure out which one to put where. But I think excellent is just above ordinary. And then extraordinary is above excellent. So uh, extraordinary is number nine. And then number 10 is crushing it or being shockingly amazing. I kind of battled with which label to put on that. So when you're rating yourself at a certain level of how you're putting effort into things, I say seven is pretty much the lowest you want to go, right? Like that's just being average. That's being ordinary. So you really want to play at an 8, 9, or 10. Are you going to be better than good? Or are you going to be like amazingly, you know, better than good? Or are you going to be like crushing it good? Like ama- shockingly, amazingly good. So really, I think you've only got, you could throw out 1 through 7. You've only got 8, 9, 10. What are you going to play at? Are you going to play the 8, 9, or 10? If you just put a 7 down, that's just kind of be an average. Who wants to be average, right? All right, so give yourself a checkup. That's what I say. Play the 8, 9, or 10 today. So I was listening to this Grant Cardone audio the other day, and he said something that really jumped out at me. You know, I listen to a lot of different people, and, you know, he's got some really good stuff. And he said something that really kind of like hit me. And I was like, wow. So I wrote it down and I have it taped to my monitor. And the saying is simple. It's don't be a victim. Right? Don't be a victim. It basically means if something is wrong in your life, if somebody treats you badly or you don't make a sale or 
if things don't go the way you wanted it to, it's your fault. Accept responsibility. You didn't do something that you should have done, and it puts you in that place. And you can't whine about it. You can't say, oh, well, that person doesn't want to spend any money, or that person's just got a bad attitude against me, or whatever. Okay, if you do that and you say that, you're being the victim. So let's say you're late for a meeting or you're late for work. Well, it's your fault. You didn't leave early enough. Right? Just accept the blame. It's your fault you didn't leave early enough. Okay, if you're going to work and you get in an accident, well, it's your fault you didn't leave early enough. If you left early enough, then you wouldn't have been in that accident. Right? If your boss reprimands you at work, well, it's because you weren't playing at an 8 plus. Okay? So think about that. Don't be a victim. All right? As I go about my day, I try and remember this. Don't be a victim. Accept responsibility and make it happen. So I'd like to invite you to join me tomorrow on the 2018 planning class that my coach and mentor, Eric Lawfoam, is putting on. Puts it on every year. Over a thousand people have registered for this class, and I want to invite you to join me. It's a free virtual webinar class. It's going to be recorded, so if you can't be there live, then you can always listen to the recording. But I highly recommend being there live because he always does an open mic coaching kind of thing. And if you have questions, then you can ask questions. And it's a great class. There's great energy in the live class, which you can be a part of. So I'm going to give you the URL. It's a bit.ly link. So it's bit.ly forward slash 2018 dash planning dash class and again that's bit.ly forward slash 2018 dash planning dash class now on the p and the c in the words planning class make sure those are uppercase because the bitly link and the bitly link is case sensitive so again on the planning in the class use the uppercase p and the uppercase c all right. So I'd love to see you there tomorrow. And if you didn't recognize it, that song that I was playing in the beginning of the podcast was Jimi Hendrix, Hear My Train A Coming. And I'm going to play a little bit more of that as we close out this um, webinar, uh, this podcast. And I look forward to seeing you on the class tomorrow. And have a successful day until then. No more, girl. Too bad.